This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, We made it to a Wednesday. It's the ESPYs, the greatest night in sports, having been through quite a few of those, including the very first ESPYs. I remember when we really had to go out of our way to get athletes to show up. Like, what do you need? And I always go back to the Ken Griffey Jr. ESPYs where he said, I'll show up. You have to get a copy of every single home run that I've ever hit in Major League history and give that to my mom. So you probably had a couple of uh, production assistants at the mothership. They're scrambling to find, whatever, 500 home runs so we could get Ken Griffey Jr. to show up at the ESPYs. But you got Steph Curry hosting tonight. I, You know, I wondered about this with Steph. Like, why would you do that? A lot of pressure. I could see Saturday Night Live because that's a little bit more scripted. There's a lot more comedy. It's not just based on you. But the ESPYs, it's a little bit, you know, you're out there. You're a man on an island. And we've seen a lot of people do really well. You know, Peyton Manning was wonderful there. Uh, Lance Armstrong did a good job. John Cena. I mean, there have been quite a few hosts who have done it, you know, singularly. But you're out there. Got to take a couple of shots at some people. But Steph is on scholarship right now. And this might be one of those where Steph goes, you know, I'm going to play basketball for three or four more years. Maybe I can be in partnership with ESPN. Be able to do something that's unique. You know, Kobe did that with his uh, details series. 
Uh, Peyton has done that with Omaha Productions. So maybe Steph Curry takes that next step and says, this is what I want to do when I get done playing basketball. But SB's tonight, all-star game last night, a lot of fun. American League beat the National League. Giancarlo Stanton was your MVP. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of elements that I liked about it. This doesn't necessarily translate to regular season baseball, but what you had with the All-Star game last night was a lot of fun. So you had, it was almost like, let's produce an All-Star game. Not let's play one, let's produce one. And you had that last night. I thought Fox did a wonderful job that you had pitchers talking to announcers and announcers talking to hitters. And, you know, you you had a lot of conversations going on there. But the technology was a lot of fun. And as we move forward with all sports, it's about more technology. What do we do that's different? How can I bring you closer to the game? You want access. That's what it's all about. Every team, every, every uh, league, they're all looking for what do we do that's different. And, and you find a lot of these teams, like NFL teams, you know, they're creating their own department there where they're putting out content. This is what it's all about and going to continue to be. And I thought baseball had a good night last night. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at uh, dpshow. This program brought to you by Simply Safe. Simply Safe Home Security. That's why I trust Simply Safe because they give you the safest place is your place. It's a home field advantage. Home security that puts your family's safety first. Get 20% off with interactive monitoring today at simplysafedan.com. I loved it from the beginning. I had Kershaw against Otani and Aaron Judge in the on-deck circle. Otani says he's going to swing at the first pitch. He does. Gets a little blooper in there, gets on first base, and then he gets picked off. <laughs> Buskill. I loved it. It's just like, all right, okay, now we're starting. Now Judge is up, and then he strikes him out. And uh, I just thought that is a unique way to start an all-star game. Also, I was wondering, last time somebody got picked off first base in an all-star game. So Otani's the third player to lead off consecutive all-star games. The uh, first batter in the top of the first joining Ichiro did it twice. Willie Mays, who did it twice. And Otani singles, first pitch of the game, picked off. The only other player to be picked off in the first inning of an All-Star game. And it happened to one of the greatest players of all time. And it happened to him twice. Anybody want to guess? One of the great players of all time got picked off twice in an All-Star game. First inning. Paulie? Joe DiMaggio? Joe, no. Oh. Seton? Ricky Henderson? No. Ricky'd never get picked off. No, not Ricky. Yeah. I'm almost, I'm, I'm, you know what, Mr. Henderson, I apologize. Yes, Yes, Todd. Lou Brock. Lou Brock, no. Marv, you got a guess. Barry Bonds? Nope. Yes. Ken Griffey Jr. No, no, we're not going to do this. No. Why not? No, no, because. Tony Perez? No, we can't do it. It's Willie Mays. Willie Mays got picked off. Bloop, bloop, got picked off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what stat of the day. All right, poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. You can be part of the program, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. We'll hear from Nick Saban coming up a little bit later on. Make sure you go to the DP Show store, the mom's T-shirt. 
The Chet <laughs> T-shirt available at danpatrick.com. Uh-huh. Also, the new Enfuego T-shirts and hoodies. Got those yesterday. Penny's Bang Biscuits. A lot more available at danpatrick.com. Yes, Paul? I hesitate to bring this up, but I might as well go deep early. Did you guys like the Major League Baseball All-Star Game uniforms last night? They were uh, muted, uh, black, with kind of tra- almost looked like Seton said Army football type mix, where it was like a deep matted colors yeah. and a lot of gold. What did you guys think? I loved it. Thought it looked good. Um, it just looked kind of clean and crisp, and uh, so I I liked it. I don't get too caught up in you know the uniforms. You know, if you want to have fun and it's a one off, then great. I mean, you're trying to. Sell merchandise. Let's not, let's not kid anybody. Now, you can say, well, why, why wouldn't they just let them wear their normal uniforms there? You're not going to make any money there, but if you create something, then you get some merchandise here. Yes, Eaton. You don't get caught up in the uniforms? No. That's like 40% of what we do here. That was like a direct <laughs> attack on Paul. No, I, I don't think we need to get nasty seven minutes into the show. I, I don't get caught up in the uniforms. I, I don't. You know what? I get caught up in the person in the uniform is what I do. Because yeah, I'm a journalist. Name on the front. Not yes, the name, not on the name on the back. Actually, the back. name on the back. <laughs> I liked it. Thought it was, I thought it was, what, Todd? I understand why they do it for merchandise, but I just, I miss the days when they're all wearing the uniforms. It's just very colorful, and there's the Phillies. But everything about you is you miss the days from the 70s and the 80s. That is true, but regardless, I, I just like a colorful look of the uh, Why American don't you step into, you know, today? Do I have to? How about, you know, graduate to the 90s. We'll work our way up to 2022. Slowly but surely. Yes. We'll, meet, we'll meet halfway. Maybe. Yes, Paul. So Todd likes it way better. In the old days, the player, like if you were on the Montreal Expos, you wore your Expos uniform. And, you know, all the white colors, the Cubs uniform, and you played it next to each other, which was like the 70s, 80s. My question for Todd, is, I, I don't think he can answer this. Is there anything in sports that's better now than when you were a kid? Maybe the technology, like things like the yellow lines, you can see where the first down is. But outside wait, wait, of that. Wait, wait, wait. You, you can't say maybe the technology because there was no technology yeah, back then. Yeah, I like then. the 3D stats and it looks like things are hanging from the rafters when they're showing you someone's batting average or how many receptions they made. And the yellow first down line, I think, is an important addition. But for the most part, I'll, I'll take the 80s over whatever they're doing now. The yellow first down marker might be the greatest invention in sports history. It's a fabulous history. thing. It's very wow. helpful to know where the first down well, marker Okay, what's better than that? Aside from instant replay. But that's assumed with instant replay, I'm going to guess. Now, there's still people who don't like instant replay, but is that the greatest invention in sports history? Yes, Seaton? I would put up there the uh, golf ball line tracker thing where you can follow the like trajectory okay. of a shot. I like it. I think that's been pretty tremendous. Okay. Are you talking broadcast invention? Kind of uh, that accentuates the viewing experience? I guess I am. I just said it's the greatest sports uh, invention, I guess we could say greatest sports TV invention. The shot tracker is uh, is good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, but the first down marker, is there anything better than the first down marker? Somebody thought of that. That was somebody's idea. Yeah. There was one person who was like, hey, how about we put a line on there that just shows where the first down is? And they changed TV and get zero credit. But some, I bet there's like, I bet there's like 30 people that were that are like you know that was my idea. Yeah, there's a lot of people probably taking credit for that. What network used it first? I would guess Fox. 
but I don't know. Yeah. Well, they had the glow puck. That didn't go too well. But I do give them credit that they tried. Um, so the first down marker. Yeah, Paulie. I have a couple articles today. Uh, Stan Honey was the inventor of the first and 10 yellow first down marker. All right, Stan. Yeah, S. Honey. Uh, he owned a company that was like a technology development company, and they worked also with Fox Broadcasting Company. See, right, that Fox was involved in this mm. early. Mm. And they came up with things like uh, the glowing puck and the first down line, some other gimmicks. Some worked, some didn't. Hmm. Unfortunately, Stan Honey was also the guy who was like, hey, how about we put this cartoon robot on everything? Like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> great. Thanks a lot, Stan. Yeah. So there was a company called Sport Vision that uh, kind of developed these. <laughs> Yeah, that that was like Megatron. You know, they had these robots there with Fox. And then, like, around Halloween, we'll have the robot have a pumpkin head, right? Oh, it'll yeah, be crazy. It'll be yeah. All right, All right. Yeah. Yes, Todd, I'm sure you love <laughs> no, that. They still do that, though. They still are holding on to those robots, which I just don't get what that's all about. You why? hold on to everything. What I, are you I talking about? Reasons, but, well, I, don't, I still don't understand why they did the robot. They, the Transformers movie was coming out. Maybe. I don't know what it is. Maybe. Yes, Steve. This is some cameraman bias coming in, but Weeks, our cameraman, said that the Skycam might be one of the great sports inventions, which I could agree with, that sort of overhead yeah, shot. Yeah, but he, no, he's camera biased. It is camera biased, but he said that up front. Yeah, yeah Paul. I'm reading some marketing stuff on the Fox uh, robots, and if you saw ESPN <laughs> last year and ABC did, like, cartoons yeah. around players, it's playing to kids. It's all marketing towards the next generation and kids. They, don't, they say they already have the adults, mm. so they market their graphics to kids. All right, so baseball had a good night last night. Seaton, what's the poll question today? Uh, I think we're going to actually go with the uniforms poll question. Right. Do you prefer sort of new uniforms just for the All-Star game or players wearing their traditional uniforms? Or do you just want to simplify it and say, what did you think of the uniforms last night? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I'd rather make it more complicated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are following in the footsteps of McLovin. Yeah, I'd like to make it just more wordy, a little more complicated, hard to figure out. So what am I voting on? I put on a T-shirt today, and it says McLevin. And this is after McLovin left, and we made a T-shirt called and, and just put McLevin on it. And my wife goes, what does that mean? I go, well, McLovin left, so we called it McLevin. And she goes, well, that's kind of mean. I go, no, it's not. It's McLovin. He's the one that left. Yeah. If he didn't leave, I wouldn't have put a T-shirt out there for people. McLevin. Uh, we, I, how many T-shirts have we made? Oh, I don't know, a lot. We used to have, so there's a hallway that leads down to where the big German and uh, Mario Dillon are and uh, all of, the, like the hallway. And it's almost like um, a recording artist has records on the wall. <laughs> well, we have T-shirts. And then we ran out of space on the wall for all the T-shirts that we have there. Yeah, Pauline. From what I remember, the Omaha Omaha shirt, when Manning first said it, Peyton Manning first said it, we heard it audibly. Yeah. We made that shirt, I think, two days later, and that was our biggest seller up to that point, maybe ever. Yeah. I'm pretty oh. sure that's still our biggest seller. Oh, oh that, that one was crazy. Tampa Bay hit pretty hard. Tampa too. Bay, then we got hit by Tampa Bay. There was a, there's a couple of Packers shirts that we made that did really well too. We had an Aaron Rodgers that he shovels his own snow. Yeah, um, we had a few of them, few of them there. But uh, yeah, I think Peyton Manning's Omaha, Omaha, and then didn't we have the uh, shape of Nebraska and, and where Omaha was in Nebraska? Yeah, it was like this this shape that it said Omaha, Omaha, in the shape of the state. State. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Uh, is that the poll question we're going with? Uniforms last night? Yep. All right. Fair enough. We'll hear from Nick Saban a little bit later on. I think Nick wants it both ways as far as, hey, you know what? We're going to do what we need to do to bring in these players. Uh, but, you know, this isn't sustainable. You know, we shouldn't be doing this. Uh, the name, image, and likeness. And people are promising things and not delivering. I'm waiting for somebody to come out. A Let's say somebody transferred to a school and was promised something before they got there. They get there. They didn't get it. Then they transfer someplace else. And somebody says, well, why are, why are you leaving that place, that school, and then you're going to get somebody to say, well, I was promised. Now, legally, you're not allowed to do that. That's when I think this thing could get a little uh, tricky, that all of a sudden somebody says, because normally what happens when a lot of former players don't like to tell you what they got when they went to college. You know, it's almost like that. This is our secret. We don't need to tell anybody. Because if you got what you, what you wanted or you got more than what you thought you were going to get, then you're content. You know, Barkley talked about this, came you know, forward to say, hey, this is what happened. This is what they offered me. But for the most part, these athletes, they don't want to ru- ruin the gravy train. You don't want to be the guy who ruined it for everybody else. And that's where somebody is going to say, I was promised and they didn't deliver. And uh, then... If the NCAA is still in existence, then maybe somebody's going to come in and I don't. Who's going to be the governing body of all of these big time football programs? That's what I'm curious because at some point you got to have somebody who's going to be running this, overseeing this, you know, issuing discipline, uh, having guidelines. And I don't, I don't know what's going to happen here. You got to name a successor for uh, Mark Emmert at some point, but I don't know if. These football programs just go, the NCAA is over here. We're over here. We, uh, we, we are our own governing body. All right, we'll take a break. Phone calls always welcome. Emails, tweets, all the above. We'll take a break. We're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. GetRefunds.com. All right, remember that. If you own a business, it's been a bumpy ride. Pandemic, inflation, there's a lot of stuff going on. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. So it's not a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. you got to cut through red tape, get your business, the refund money, and you do it by going to GetRefunds.com. They do all the work. There's no charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash that they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those who had increases in sales. The team at GetRefunds.com has already returned over $1 billion to businesses, and they can help you as well. Go to GetRefunds.com. You click on the Qualify Me, answer a couple of questions, and it's available only for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. Go to GetRefunds.com. No risk, high reward, GetRefunds.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments, 
where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As we head into the second half of the baseball season, DraftKings has the Dodgers as the favorites to win the World Series, closely followed by the Yankees. Then it's the Astros, the Mets, and the Braves. We'll get to phone calls coming up, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock. Download the app. You can watch for free. And we say good morning to iHeartRadio 
Uh, also, Fox Sports Radio and the radio affiliates around the country, totaling nearly 400. Remember Manti Teo, former Notre Dame linebacker? He was the victim of a catfishing hoax back in 2013. Well, guess who's going to have a Netflix documentary series, The Girl Who Didn't Exist, <laughs> Say Hello to Manti Teo. Let's go. Oh, boy. Two-part show will detail one of the crazier moments in college football history. Three months after Manti Teo told the media his girlfriend, a Stanford student named Lene Kakua, died of leukemia, a story from Deadspin found that the girlfriend was actually a creation of an acquaintance of Manti Teo, who now goes by another name, Naya Tuiasisopo, and is a transgender woman. So Manti Teo was on Notre Dame's team. He was a Heisman finalist, and he had dedicated his senior season at Notre Dame to his girlfriend and his grandmother after finding out that both died on the same night. Obviously, only his grandmother died, but Sopo went on Dr. Phil weeks after that story broke and uh, that dis- decided to kill Manti Teo's so-called girlfriend on the same night after he and Manti Teo got into an argument. The uh, transgender uh, woman said that uh, she also admitted in the interview with Dr. Phil that he was in love with Manti Teo. Like, you can't make this stuff up. Well, I guess you can, because they did. So the Deadspin story then started, and then all of a sudden, everybody wanted to know about this relationship with this woman who had died. Notre Dame hired private investigators to look into the catfishing hoax and determine that Manti Teo only had an online relationship with the fake girlfriend despite the fact that Manti Teo and his family originally claimed that they had met in person. Then he denied being part of the hoax in an interview with ESPN and admitted he lied to his father about actually meeting his so-called girlfriend. The hoax stayed there, and he had an incredible season. Heisman finalist, first-round pick, Finished his season with seven interceptions. He lost the Heisman Trophy to Johnny Manziel. Notre Dame was back. Manti Teo uh, was taken 38th overall by the Chargers. And uh, he had an eight-year career, a solid career, eight years there. And now this is going to surface again. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) Paulie and Seton were like, I can't wait. Like, I just, I, I'm just going to sit in front of my TV and wait for this to drop. Do we have the date when this is coming out? I think it's August 16th. It's only two parts. Um, but I, I think it's you – know, you've seen a lot in your time, Dan. You've seen some good, bad, and ugly stories, but usually they're, like, reasonable. I remember the day the story came out. There's a guy named Tim Burke. He works for Deadspin. Yeah. He texted me late in the afternoon. I was in my car. He goes, pull over. I told him, I can't talk. I'm driving. He goes, we have a story coming out. Just want to give you a heads up for the show. And he sent it to me ahead of time. He just said, don't put it out. We're putting it out in 15 minutes. As I'm reading it in my car, I was like, is this like a bit? Is this like, like is Deadspin trying to do an Onion article? Are they trying to bait and switch the media? Because I was, I was in that much of disbelief that this could be a real story. Yeah. Wow. And that's the first time I heard the expression catfishing. I had not heard of it before. But you start to read this and you go, wait. 
Did he have a girlfriend? He had a make-believe girlfriend? Did he believe in the make-believe girlfriend? When did he find out the make-believe girlfriend was not an actual person? Or was it a person who was now a transgender woman? And he's playing for Notre Dame. Now, let's say he was playing for throw out uh, Kansas State. No offense, K-State. Hey, how about Kansas? How about Kansas? We'll do Kansas. We did Kansas yesterday. I know, I know, I know. Uh, but I don't know how much we would have cared about this. But this was Notre Dame. This is Manti Teo. He was a Heisman finalist. And you're starting to go, and you know, you'd watch Notre Dame games with a whole different perspective. Like, oh, my God, he's out there. He lost his girlfriend, died of leukemia. His grandmother died same night as his girlfriend. That's unbelievable. He's able to play at this level. Yes, Mark. Yep, I was with you. I said, first off, the Gipper, now this. Man, Notre <laughs> Dame, you guys do it again. Rudy, the Gipper, girlfriend. The Manti Teo story will, will not have that same feel as Rudy or win one for the Gipper. But, uh, you know, you start to think about all the crazy stories. Now, I hear a lot of stories, and some don't turn out to be true. There are some that turn out to be true that don't see the light of day. But this, this went for an entire football season. And then we thought the only way that he can recover from this is to have an unbelie- a Hall of Fame career in the NFL. And drafted by the Chargers, played for the Saints, played eight years, I think he's, what, 32 maybe now? Yeah, I think he's uh, Manti is 31 years old, and he appears to be out of football. Did he cooperate with the Netflix documentary? That's what I'd like to know. I'm going to guess probably not. I don't know what kind of upside there would be to that. He's in the trailers talking about it, so I'm assuming that he did. I don't know how you, I mean, that's got to be just beyond humiliating. Can you imagine doing an entire documentary sitting down talking about just your worst moment? Well, he did wait until his career was over. I'm guessing that that was by design. But, wow. I'm not sure how you spin it that it could be positive. But, I mean, you might say, well, okay, he was victimized here. But then he bought into it. We bought into it. He took advantage of it. And then all of a sudden, it's like, I, I would love to know, and maybe it's, it's in the documentary, that he, he said, you know, I, I, I found out here, but I, I didn't want to let anybody down. You know, I thought that maybe I could get through this. But it felt like all of a sudden, you know, you get the guys like Tom Rinaldi and some of these guys who always, like, move in for the kill on stories like this, have the piano playing and very emotional, and there's tears and all of those things and, you know, video of a funeral. And then all of a sudden you realize there's no there there, and he's sort of on an island because there's only so much Notre Dame can do. Like, they, they hired private investigators. I don't think this is a crime. Certainly on Manti Teo's side. Yeah, Paul. It, the original uh, Deadspin article does accuse Manti Teo of knowing it and keeping it going yeah. before turning it. If you read the original article, it says, Notre Dame's Manti Teo played the season under a terrible burden. His girlfriend had passed away. His grandmother passed away on the same day. Upon receiving news of these two deaths, Teo went out with the Fighting Irish and upset uh, Michigan State, rack up 12 tackles. It made him a Heisman finalist. Did you enjoy this up- uplifting story? If so, stop reading now. 
That's the first two paragraphs of the Deadspin story. It's fascinating. And that's when Deadspin was at the peak of its powers, because that was a go-to destination on the uh, web. But when you you drop a bomb, that was a bomb. That detonated, and that was felt all across the country, around the world. Did we have the writer on the next day? We did. When they broke the story, we uh, had Tim Burke on to kind of put the backstory <laughs> of how this all came to them. It was an, like an anonymous tip, and then they started searching. They started searching for the name, and they started searching social security numbers, and they couldn't find any trace of this person Teo had referenced. And, and then it, it turns out that the person who started the hoax actually was in love with Manti Teo? Correct. <laughs> so that's coming out Netflix. Yes, Marv. Do we all watch it to- together? We, as a family. Um, on a love sack. We just sit on the couch over there. Um, and laugh until we cry. Yeah. Or, eat, or yeah. vice versa. Yeah. Wow. All right. You know, you have Stranger Things on Netflix. This is stranger than Stranger Things. You know, this was supposed to be reality. Stranger Things isn't reality. Yes. And there you are at the Heisman Trophy ceremony knowing all this, and he's like, I can't say anything. I can't tell people. I can't tell everybody that I know that this is fake. And you're there, and you're holding this secret in and holding your breath that somebody's going to find this out. At some point. But they waited till his career was over, and I guess he cooperated to do the documentary. Yeah, Paul? I, I can remember talking about it a couple weeks later. We kind of started feeling bad about it because you know, nobody wants this in their life. And we were saying to ourselves, the only way Manti Teo, this is not first paragraph, if he's a Super Bowl MVP or yeah. an MVP linebacker, and yeah. either of the two, we really were rooting for that, so this wouldn't be first paragraph. A couple of phone calls here. Mike in Scotchdale leads us off. Hi, Mike. What's on your mind? Good morning. Uh, DP, I'm calling in because uh, I want to do a pie to the face. All right. You can uh, you can do one. You you don't need my permission to do one. You can just grab a pie and smack yourself in the face if you want to. Uh, that's an idea. Okay. Uh, I'm calling in because um, the last I'm in the IndyCar family. The last two years, you guys have not uh, interviewed um, any IndyCar drivers or owners. And so I'm kind of curious. I know you guys are more ball and stick uh, airing, but uh, I'd like to see a little love for IndyCar. So maybe get Mr. Penske or Chip Ganassi or Dale Coyne or one of the drivers, Joseph Newgarden or Hilo Casanevas or someone, one of those guys. And interview We're going to be in Iowa this next week, a weekend. I think uh, the night uh, race is on Saturday. Well, so, I'd be more than happy to interview David Letterman if he wants to come on and talk about it. But thank you, Mike. Yeah, Paul. And it's Yosef Newgarden. <laughs> I want to be correct. <laughs> Team Penske. Yeah. So Mike was going to take a pie to the face. What was the bet? That I wouldn't have somebody from IndyCar on? Yes. If you do, then he gets a then pie. Then he gets a pie? Yes. I think uh, he was just looking for your permission for him to randomly hit himself with a pie with no bet involved at all. No, I, I think he wanted to know why we weren't going to have... We, if there's there's an interesting story, then we'll have interesting people on. Yeah, Paul. 
Joining us now, Alexander Rossi. Alexander, we're having you on just so this guy in the California Mike, can get a pet. Mike in Scottsdale. <laughs> I'm only going to keep you for 30 seconds. Just want to have you on, and uh, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Ron in Fort Wayne. Hi, Ron. What's on your mind today? Morning, Dan. Uh, Dan, Dan that's probably too young to remember John Madden. You're talking about the, the greatest piece of technology ever in sports. It had to be John Madden. And what was it called? The teleprompter. I can't remember what it was called. He scribbled all over. Telestrator. There you go. Uh, there were so many people, and I was one of them. I would tune in to games that Madden was bringing, and I didn't care who it was. But you would just tune in to watch and listen to John Madden and see how he was going to draw all over that thing. And I mean, it was hilarious. Yeah, that's a great invention, the Telestrator for uh, for John Madden. And the Danettes are old enough to remember John Madden. John Madden made fun of the Telestrator there. What, Mark? Too young? What is he talking about? You could be 10 and you would know who John Madden is, or you at least know the name. Well, you might not have heard him do a game. I think that's what he's talking about. You would know the uh, you know Madden video game. But as far as using the Telestrator, I thought John's voice was more interesting than the telestrator because he he sort of he didn't sound like uh, a polished NFL person broadcaster it's he gave you sort of a, a guttural feel with the football game yeah paul the telestrator was a brainchild of a inventor a physicist named Leonard Reifel and he used it in the 50s for education classes and then he sent it to WBBM TV in Chicago it was used for weather and then the sportscaster, Johnny Morris in Chicago, used it for sports broadcasting at the local station. Madden, John Madden, was responsible for making it famous. The 82 Super Bowl, which Madden was the color commentator, he dusted off the telestrator and used it for the first time on national TV. Zach in Indiana. Hi, Zach. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan Patrick. Hi, Zach. 196.1 or 61190. All right. <laughs> no, you had touched on earlier. I was just curious. Um my thought on the whole NCA, like, what does it look like in 10 years? Like, what, what is, how does it all play out? And I, I feel like we've already seen it. It's going to look like the NFL. They're going to get together and, and form their own governing body and make their own rules. And they'll, you know, they'll install somebody to, to run it. But essentially, it'll look just like Roger Goodell, and they'll do whatever he'll do, whatever, or they will do whatever they want him to do. Um, anyway, that's my thought. I just feel like we're, we're already kind of heading towards yeah, this is happening. It's not a question of if, but when. And we'll have more on this coming up next hour of what Greg Sankey, who uh, is the commissioner of the SEC, and he's basically saying, hey, you know what? Things are going to change here, and they're going to change soon. And the NCAA can be a governing body for all the other sports, but not football, it feels like. And it feels like we're headed towards what would be college version of AFC and NFC, that you might have 40 schools, maybe you have 50, maybe you have 60 schools, more playoffs, uh, maybe less regular season games. I think it's important, and I was this was reemphasized to me yesterday, that don't forget about some of these schools who need a payday to run their athletic department. Some athletic departments are based on one game that the football program plays. And you're going to get pushback from some of these other conferences to say, hey, you know what, are we all in this together or not? And 
The reality is, no, you're not. But I think, you know, these schools have to be sensitive to that because that is that runs an entire athletic department. We'll take a break. We got our play of the day coming up next. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Take over a minute to down a two-liter. Well, if you have, then you're going to love pick six. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official 
partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Oh, my God. The play, the play, the play. of the day. Check this out. The 2 Swing and a high fly ball drilled. Forget it. Way back out to left center field, and that is gone. Oh, my goodness. He crushed it. John Carlos Stanton deep into the pavilion in left center field. Hit it to an area where he used to sit watching Dodger games. Giancarlo Stanton, game-tying two-run homer. American League wins its ninth consecutive All-Star game. That's courtesy of SiriusXM MLB Network Radio. Play of the Day brought to you by great folks at Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make to redeem a credit card reward. Or we could talk about how easy easy it is with Discover. Redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. And that's amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Here's... Giancarlo Stanton, do we have him talking about winning the MVP? Giancarlo, you were talking a little bit about it on the field, and we've talked about it before, what left field means to this stadium for you, and how special it is for you and your dad. Can you talk about the significance of the home run going there and you being the MVP here at Dodger Stadium? All for full circle. I mean, me playing there, me playing in left as well. Always uh, tried to get uh, a ball thrown to me from whoever was playing left field when I was, when I was a kid, and you know, just just to be out there is so fun, so so cool. And you know, John Smoltz was the analyst last night, and and he had a uh, precursor to this home run because he just talked about how Stanton has this ability to just use basically his upper body. A lot of home run hitters have uh, a thicker trunk. You know, their legs are bigger that you generate power. Golfers use that as well. Giancarlo Stanton just feels like he torques, swings, gone. But I go back to Mike Schmidt and Hank Aaron. Those are two of the more effortless home run swingers that I ever saw. Hank Aaron uses wrist. And Hank weighed 180 and hit 755 home runs. But he would just swing and and flick. And Mike Schmidt did the same thing. Schmidt was a little bit bigger uh, athlete than Hank. But that ability to just connect and... It almost defies logic when you watch it or science. But Giancarlo Stanton, when he gets that pitch, and there's no doubt about it. It's one of those when certain guys hit it, it's not like you go, that might be, that could It was just like gone. That's it, gone. But it was, uh, it was fun to watch last night. Great night for baseball in Los Angeles. Tom in Tampa joins us. Hi, Tom. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan, I got a belated uh, best and worst of the weekend, and I've got a Dan Patrick trivia question for the boys. Uh-oh. So uh, worst of the weekend was uh, Sergio Garcia saying he was leaving the DP World Tour because he didn't feel loved. Okay. One of the most popular. And then the 
best of the weekend was the picture of John Daly with the entire Manning clay. And after John missed the cut on Saturday, he was playing golf in the U.K. with the entire Manning clay. And if you haven't seen the picture, pull it up, because John's not a small man. But those Manning boys are big. They're tall. They're tall. There's a difference. John they're is tall. John is yeah. big. They're, t- they're tall. Right. All right. So uh, for the Danettes, and, and Dan, I'll let you be the judge and the prize, maybe a good steak and lobster dinner or something for the winner, and I'll let you be the judge, okay. and I'll hang up and listen. So Danettes, here's the question. It's always important to know things about the boss. How many movies has Dan Patrick been in? I don't even know, Tom. Oh, Dan. And and Tom and Tom, I'm just an actor. I mean, it's about the craft. And don't be spending my money on a steak and lobster dinner for these guys. They've been mooching off of me for years. They now. call that surf and turf, Dan. Yes, they do. I call it mooching. All right, uh, Todd. How many movies have I been in? Twenty six. All right, Seaton. Twenty seven. Marv. Twenty four. Paulie. Eighteen. Tom. I don't know, Dan. I was hoping you had the answer. <laughs> you want a job here? You sound like one of us. Thank you, Tom. You could be a Danette. I don't know. I think it's probably 20, 21. But I've been in Sandler movies. But I was also in a movie that Sandler wasn't in, House Bunny with Anna Faris. Um, so I've, I've been in a few, but not all of them with uh, with Sandler. You know, the first movie I was ever in was The Definite Maybe, and that was with Ali Sheedy was in that. Is that count in the list? That's a movie? Well, it's a movie, though, right? I was in it. Not a TV show. No. Okay. Yeah. The Definite Maybe. Alex English, the uh, former basketball player, was in this. Uh, was Eric Stoltz in that, too? The Definite Maybe? I don't I don't. I never watched the movie. I've never seen that movie. I was in basketball as well. Basketball. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Tom. Didn't Ali Sheedy have in her contract that she'd only do movies with Alex English in it? I thought I had seen something about that. Todd, why didn't you Google <laughs> the definite maybe to find out who's in the damn movie? Trying to come up with some bad when twenty-five-year-old New Yorker Eric Traber gets fired from his job and kicked out of his apartment, he fears the worst. But his best friend Ziggy shows up AWOL. Yeah, Paul. I got to double check this. I may need an ombudsman here, but I have you at like twenty movies. Okay. But is the definite maybe in there? Roy yes. Scheider's in there. Yes. Yeah, I've been with some great actors. Al there. Franken. All right. I don't remember Al. Uh, was Eric Stoltz in there? For some reason, I thought Eric Stoltz was in there. Maybe not. Josh Lucas. Okay. All right. Yeah. What's up, Josh? Yeah. Terry Gar. Dude. Yeah. Okay. So are you including that in the 20 movies, Paul? I am. Okay. I got to double check this number. I thought that I had an agreement with Sandler that if I got to 20 movies, he was going to buy me a car. 20 of his movies? Well, I don't know. Mm. I think it might be his. So I have one more to go with Sandman. But uh, I, I think he was going to give me a car. Uh, Sean in Delaware. Hey, Sean, what's on your mind? Good morning, Dan and the boys. <clears throat> I have a question for you. All right. If you, I don't know, basketball is your favorite sport. If you had to pick four to be on your Mount Rushmore of greatest NBA players ever, who would that four be? Yeah, I don't know if I want to go down this road because it takes over the show. Um, And 
I think we we initiated this a couple of years ago where we were talking about Mount Rushmore and then all of a sudden all the other shows followed suit. Uh, I mean, I have favorites, but um, getting the best player or best players or would just be my favorites of who I'd want to play with. Yeah, Paul. Do you think when uh, the artist Gutsan Borglum created the Mount Rushmore years ago, he thought, I'll end up just being uh, fodder for sports radio <laughs> 50 years down the road, 80 years down the road? Who's been to Mount Rushmore? Paulie has. I have. Yep. It's, uh, it was even more impressive. When you get there and you're like, damn, how did they do that? And then you go inside it. and you, I mean, it's well worth the trip. One more item, we close at hour one, Panini America. Nobody does it better. Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. And we invite you to check out their NFT marketplace at paniniamerica.net slash blockchain. One-of-a-kind digital cards available in packs or at Panini's public auctions that are located on the site. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, all-time greats, featuring the official products from the NFL, NBA, UFC, NASCAR, and La Liga. There's something for everybody. See what's on sale now. Don't miss out on the newest UFC NFT release. Pull the top fighters or a special NFT that will send you for a VIP experience to UFC 278. Share your cards in the public gallery. Complete challenges. Earn exclusive award cards and build a wish list for the items that you love. Panini NFT trading cards give collectors the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and make sure you check out the Don Russ cards. They're going to sell out fast. PaniniAmerica.net. The official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. <laughs> 